Dr. Mike here. Is it possible, is it possible that your spice rack could be the next medicine cabinet? Stay tuned to find out. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gossard. So spices, um, I know uh, you kind of smell like curry right now. Yes. As I, <laughs> I'm I was sure, telling you, I'm not sure I was what you were eating. Chewing my lunch on the way to the studio. Now, technically, curry is a sauce, by the way. It's not, it's not a spice. It's a. Did you know that? Yeah, like a blend. Yeah, it's yes, a blend. And a blend there's many different, different types and yes. stuff like that. Um, so I did know that. Yeah. See. And where do you think I learned it from? Me. No, Food Channel. We we need to focus. <laughs> So we're gonna talk. We're gonna ultimately talk about um, the health benefits of a few spices, right? Yeah. But I, I think one of the things that uh, I, people use interchangeably, but I don't think they're supposed to be, is herb and spice. What's the difference? So herbs usually are the leaves, sometimes the flowers of the plant, and a spice is usually the root or the bark or the, the seeds. The seeds, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, a, lot, you, you, a lot of the spices you can grind and stuff, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Now, some, um, some plants may have both. For example, cilantro, mm, we use the leaves. But I did love you know cilantro. that coriander... That's the seed of the cilantro plant. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I have heard that. You knew that. I did. I did. Mm. Interesting thing about cilantro: some people feel it has a, uh, uh, a soapy taste to it. Did you know that? Like, Maybe that's what you smell on my breath. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. I, I wish that's what I smelled on your breath. Um, no, it's like cilantro has, uh, for some, some people love it or, or, or you just hate it. And the people that hate it say it's soapy. But I, I, I'm not sure what's going on there. Anyway, so that, so, so, er, for, but for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Herb leaves, spices come from the, the roots, mm-hmm. the, the, the seeds, bark, the seeds, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, no, I think that's helpful. Um, uh, because I know a lot of people just kind of, use those words interchangeably, and they, yes. and they really shouldn't be. So let's, um, I want to talk first about, because um, of my fascination with cooking, <laughs> <laughs> I really should t- take some classes, shouldn't I? You should. I really should. I know a place. I think I'm, I think I'm going to learn what, what they call the five mother sauces. These are, these are the oh. main sauce, they're French-based sauces, and from those mother sauces, you can oh. parent off Would a roux children. be one of those? I don't know. I don't remember. I know <laughs> a ba- basic tomato sauce, be- yeah. bechamel sauce, mm-hmm. those kind of, but anyway, okay. So um, let's talk about cooking with spices first, because I'm always, I always wonder if, like, what, how, at what point, if I cook too much, am I actually losing some of the health benefits? So tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, that's an interesting idea because usually with vegetables, you think if I cook them, I'm leaching out all of the antioxidants, all of the polyphenols. And in fact, with some of the spices, it's the opposite. So certain preparations, even even the microwave, uh, simmering, boiling, certain spices the antioxidant capacity is increased. It's better, really. Yeah, and it's oh. actually thought that the heat's kind of liberating some yeah. of those, you know, active constituents well, in the spice. I, I that may, you know, if you think, if you go back to the curry sauces, which have yeah. a lot of different spices in them, I know the traditional way to cook those is they let them stew for a long yes, time, yes. and you get that deep, rich flavor. Well, there it seems there seems to be a window of opportunity. So, you know. Cooking it, like blanching sometimes can, which is, you know, that's where you're boiling the water and yeah. then you 
put the veggies or the spices in the water and really that, quickly. That's and quick. You pull it out. Yeah. And then sometimes you put it in an ice, ice bath, at, bath exactly. after that. Yeah, yeah uh, but long cooking uh, preparations, we're seeing that um, maybe it will start to decrease some of the polyphenols. Now, does, that, does it matter if it's dry versus fresh? Um, well, it matters if you're strictly following a recipe because the, uh, the dried herbs are more potent. They're more concentrated. So the general rule of thumb is you want to use um, three times the amount of fresh. Oh, versus dry. Versus okay. the dry. Yeah, I I, I do like um, spices and, and herbs. I do play around with them uh, because they add so much. Like I guess fresh, maybe fresh herbs and spices for things that aren't cooked, like salads and Ooh. stuff like that. Yes. Um, some of them like on pizza. Ooh, like basil. Basil on pizza. Oh, I so love basil. Good. And yeah. I love pesto. Uh, so, you know, I, I actually make a really nice homemade pesto. Well, I, you haven't invited me over to try really it. quickly. Well, I would like to t taste that. I think that sounds good. <laughs> but, then, but then the dry maybe does a little bit better because it's more concentrated, maybe like that longer cooking, like a curry-type sauce. Yes, and to me, it's just it's more convenient, obviously, to have all of your spice options in the pantry, and you can, you know, did make you, a recipe. Did you know that, historically speaking, um, I, actually, it's it's a field of study that I find fascinating. It's hmm. called food anthropology. Oh, it's like looking it's like looking at different cultures throughout time and mm -hmm. how they cooked and how it transformed and how it changed. And I had saw on I don't remember what show it was, but there was a food anthropologist there, and and this woman was basically saying that spices in, initially were really used as preservatives because they're able to preserve a lot of foods. Yes, you have I, something um, there. You're pointing to I something do. on the paper. I just, you know, I actually read a or listened to an audiobook, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was um, a, a food anthropologist. And she also talked about the spices were used as a form of um, currency. Currency. Yeah, I see. Yeah, currency. Yeah. I saw that too. Yes. That's great. Chocolate was too. You, yes. you, um, yeah. So, so and my, coffee, right? And so that, that saying, Robson, did you know that money grows on trees? You never heard that saying? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> Hannah, have you heard that before? Yeah, money. And it, it's true. That, that, what, that What they mean by that is people would use the spices, the chocolate mm, growing on, mm -hmm. and that's what they would barter with to, to, wow. to run their economies. So at one point in our in human history, yeah, money was on trees. I'm using quotation marks. They right. can't mm -hmm. they can't see that, but no. okay. All right, so let's 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 okay, so let's move this towards then more specific spices. Um, I know you have a list here, um, and I see the first one on um, uh, but but maybe let me back up first. Okay. Uh, just in, in a real general sense, what are the the key health benefits of spices in in general? In general, it's the antioxidant polyphenols. Polyphenols, there's polyphenols, that Polyphenols, or you also find some, um, depending on, you know, the, the spice, it could be uh, carotenoids, like what you find, oh, like the yellows. Sure, and the, good for your eyes, skin, reds. that yeah, kind of so stuff. Yeah, so like paprika. Yeah. You know, that's a bell pepper. Yeah, and it has a nice um, reddish color, which means it's absorbing a lot of that bad blue light. Exactly. Uh -huh. See, we had a whole <laughs> podcast on this. These how things yes, come back around. Yes. So, so yeah, so basically anti-inflammatory, strong um, antioxidants, yes. that polyphenol. Mm -hmm. For the listeners, you know, polyphenol is, is really the word we use now um, to characterize 
the the antioxidant properties of things now, the polyphenols. Yes. How many polyphenols you get a day impacts longevity even, right? I oh, mean, absolutely. Yeah. And you think about a lot of the polyphenols are created in order to protect that plant. Right, they are. They're part of yes. preservation, protection. And so when we take them, it helps with our cells and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So let's look at, you have a list here. Um, you know, I, th so the first one on the list, I didn't even think of at all. You have sesame. Yes, and uh, so the active, one of the active polyphenols, uh, which is a very large class of polyphenols in sesame, they're called lignans. Lignans, yep. And, uh, and lignans are, you know, along with being anti-inflammatory, they also can help to support cholesterol level, healthy cell division, uh, normal blood pressure, and it's one cool fact is those lignans, once you need good bacteria. To, to activate them, right? To activate yeah, them. Yeah, that's good. Which is, you know, a cool factoid. Yeah, that's kind of nice. So sesame. Uh, then next, of course, bit the, huh, like the big one. Turmeric! <laughs> I yes. didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> so and we know turmeric gives us curcumin. Yes. Yeah, so, I tr so if you look at um, like just a handful of turmeric spice. Yes. About what nine to ten percent of that is 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 curcumin, right? Or the uh -huh. curcuminoids. Yes. And the main curcuminoid is curcumin. Is curcumin. Yeah. Um, and one nice combination that sometimes you'll see is turmeric or curcumin combined with fenugreek. Yeah. Yeah. Another spice. So you start the fenugreek seeds, right? Yeah. Yes. And they and that helps to deliver more of active curcumin, you know, in into your system. Interesting thing about curcumin, there are. There are several different pathways in the body where inflammation can be created, mm -hmm. right? And, um, and and there's different enzymes that run these pathways. Curcumin has been shown to inhibit every single one of those. I know. Yeah. So curcumin actually is a very powerful anti-inflammatory. And you know that the next one on my list, we can just couple that right under curcumin, well, tell us, yeah. is ginger. Yeah. And you also find that ginger can also target those enzymes that's involved with kind of making yeah. inflammatory you, uh, markers. I, you know, I think we're gonna see more of this kind of synergy, you know, creating creating formulas, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're you're putting together, and, and this is a great example, putting together a couple of spices that work good together and you get a better effect. And you do the same thing in cooking, by the way, right? Oh, yeah. When yes. you're cooking something, you put a little of this spice in, and but maybe to counterbalance that spice from it, maybe you add something that's a little bit more cooling, because yeah. some spices are a little more cooling. Mm -hmm. and, and so that kind of idea yeah. of, of finding that right combination and getting the best health benefit, that's pretty cool stuff. I think you'll see more of that yeah. as well. Yeah, that's where cooking really becomes like a, a, a true medicine in a sense. A I think medicinal so. In, in and a, what's nice is that, um, you know, um, we are not bashing pharmaceutical medications now. We're, I didn't say anything. You're I'm bringing just it putting, up. Making Wait, that disclaimer we I didn't say before I even make the statement. But one thing you see with spices and herbs is that they get into the body and they're doing multiple, oh, yes. multiple mechanisms, multiple yeah. mechanisms, which, you know, it's a little bit different than, you know, something that where it's just targeted. We know exactly yeah. what it's doing and that's the only thing that it's doing in yeah. the body. So, you know, I, I, so, you know, I have that curcumin ebook, right? That's free. Yes. Lifeextension.com slash spice. You can mm -hmm. download it. It's free. The, do you know what the original title of that was? And then I got legal, got mad at me, our legal department. <laughs> It was, it was, it was, cur are you curious about curcumin? Question mark. The golden spice that makes Big Pharma nervous. 
Ooh. Pretty good, right? Yes. They said, you are not putting that on I that ebook. <laughs> oh, yes. That sounds like our legal department. They came. I heard them stepping towards my office. Well, you know, I appreciate the role that they play. They do. They, they have, keep they us have, in yeah. line. Yeah. So let's. We got to move on. So um, I, the next one. Um, funny story about this one. Um, and I'll, I'll let you say what it is. But I, 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 I did probably a hundred lectures on this spice for many, many, many years, talking about its power in mood and stuff, mm -hmm. right? And no one listened to me. No one bought it. <laughs> and then there's this guy, I think his name's Dr. Oz or something, has this show somewhere. Oh. He talked about it for about one second on a show about mood, and the entire United States supplement industry ran out of this product. You can go ahead and tell us what it is. Saffron. Yes, saffron. Love it. It, it's well, it's pretty good. It's, it is pretty good. <laughs> you know, and, and you only need a little bit of saffron. Just a little it bit. goes a long way. Paellas. Oh, yes, yes. You talked about the paellas. Man, before. that's good stuff. That's good eating. <laughs> that's good eating. Now, people are probably, they hear saffron, they're like, well, wait a second. So it's good for mood. Yeah, because it boosts serotonin levels. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That's your feel good neurotransmitter, blah, blah, blah. We know all that. Mm -hmm. um, but people hear saffron, they're like, well, how expensive is that supplement? Well, it's not like the buying the spice. It's it's not. Now, w when you look at herbs, saffron is one of the higher it's it's, it's higher price spices point. and yeah. herbs. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a but higher it's not price it's point. not like buying the actual spice stuff, right? No, yeah. it is not. And we've learned, you know, and this is an important point, and, and this is the type of um, supplementation that I like to practice, and I think you agree that, you know, when we look at, and the scientists here at Life Extension look at. The saffron, great example. Mm -hmm. we're, 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 we actually start. We actually start asking ourselves, like, what's the key compound yes. in that saffron? And that's what we try to standardize in all our practice. Because that's how you're going to mimic then those clinical studies Absolutely. showing improvement in mood, right? Yes, and we do know there are a couple of key. Uh, active components in saffron, Do you remember what they are? Say it. <laughs> uh, and crocin, I believe Cro that's how you... Crocin or crocin, yeah, saffron yeah. and crocin, yeah. So those, and so in, 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 my, in my, my opinion, mm -hmm. a high-quality saffron supplement should be standardized to those key compounds. I agree. Yeah. Um, you got other things on here. Garlic. Garlic, maybe that's what you smell. No, I smell, more, I smell a curry <laughs> thing going on. A funky curry thing. We're trying to figure out what he's smelling on my breath. It's, it's what I have for, for lunch. I love garlic. I do too. I love garlic. Ro any way you give it, oh, roast it. Roast it's the best. Best best way. Roast Hannah, it. you're looking funny. I smear yeah. it on like a piece of toast, like butter. Uh, I just I I cut I I don't cut it in half. I do the top part just a little bit off. Yes. I put some olive oil. Uh huh. Some salt. Do you put it in foil? A little foil over it. I, I I don't I can't remember the temperature. It's high heat, quick. Yes. And then I just pop them out and eat them. Oh, that's so good too. Good. It's so nutty and so wonderful. Well, yeah. have you ever made garlic tea? <laughs> garlic tea. I is am not going to drink garlic tea. Best. Well, you get sick enough. You've you'll already make garlic you've tea. already made me drink some teas before that I got like almost <laughs> threw up. So I'm not doing garlic tea. But one thing about garlic, you know, it's one of our one of my favorite. Um, Herbs, or I guess this would be an herb, right? I don't, you're asking me. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I'm it, trying but, to think. Is it an herb? Well, or no, spice? I think the, the garlic Let's bulb about, is more part yeah. of the root system, isn't yes. it? Yes. I don't. Boy, we, we're going to get emails. Anyway, <laughs> you yes. Well, I I welcome the emails. That means Teach that us. people yeah, are sure. engaging with us. But you know, whenever you um, chew or chop or crush the garlic, it's releasing or you're making the active yeah. component, which is allicin. Yeah, and you and that's that smell. Yes. Yeah. If you, so if you're going to do a garlic extract, you need to you need to stink a little, 
I mean, if, yes. you're, if you're doing garlic for cardiovascular issues and, you know, whatever that is, you, you need a good, stinky garlic supplement. Or for immune system. Yeah, immune so system if you're too. making your garlic tea, make sure you crush the garlic really well. Yeah. And then... Yeah, that's uh, true. I think most people know it as heart, right? But um, it's, it's one of my suggestions, uh, five suggestions for fighting the flu. Oh. Like the minute you start feeling some symptoms mm -hmm. before fever. The scratchy throat, aches, that right. kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Garlic, DHEA, melatonin, lactoferrin, oh, vitamin yeah. D. That's my. Yeah. That's good stuff. We listen. We're we're we're, we're running out of time. You all. You had other ones. Caraway, cardamom, nutmeg, paprika. They're all good. Yes, they're all good, and they all can be anti-inflammatory in the body due to all of the beneficial polyphenols. Excellent. And you know. Eat, eat cook with them. Yes, Fresh for sure. Fresh or dry. But if you really need that extra boost, you probably want to look for a supplement that's standardized to some of the key compounds there, right? Yes, but try them out. They're great yep. for Dr. flavor. Dr. Gossard, thank you so much. Thank that you. was really good information. I want to thank everybody to, uh, for listening to Live Foreverish. Don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com to listen to more podcasts, yes. download, subscribe. Is it not download? Subscribe. Comment. Like, share, and comment. All of the above. And any kind of any, way any that kind you of can interact, do it. <laughs> the big thing is subscribe and share. We would appreciate that. And also, if you want to learn more about these anti-inflammatory herbs and spices, check out the Life Extension blog at blog.lifeextension.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.